0: Today, we're talking about your vibes. So changing your vibration, it will not only make you magnetic and bring you happiness, it will help you succeed, but it will literally change your reality. Your days will be more fulfilling and meaningful, and it will help you get into the flow and bring you all the things that you lack. In essence, it's a powerful tool in manifesting what you want in life. So if you can elevate your vibrations, you are better able to attract the things that you want in life which a lot of the things people manifest can really be honed down into an essence of just a few things which we're going to talk about a little later being a high vibrational person is incredible you will find that you can easily enter into a flow state When working or doing something you love or being creative, your life will take on new meaning and potential. I mean, who doesn't want to get the most out of life, right? To feel like you're actually really living and not so much just existing or going day to day. And to be honest, it's pretty easy and quick if you truly live into the actions we are going to talk about today. Most people experience difference in some way right away. This is the I care about you podcast and I'm Juliana J and today we are talking about your vibration and elevating it and I'll tell you how to do it. Such an act can not only profoundly affect your life but it can have a huge impact on those around you. If you change your vibration, you will become magnetic not only to other people but to things that you're hoping to manifest. So it's a win-win really for you, the people that interact with you, and the things that you want to create in the world. Before we get started, I want to tell you something important. It is important to realize that you are a human being living in a human experience. And that in itself means that you are not perfect. You will sometimes fall off your path or take a wrong turn, and that's perfectly okay. It happens to everyone. Embrace the human moments you have. It's why you're here. All actions are opportunities to learn, and that is precisely why you are who you are and where you are at this time. The purpose is not to come here as a perfect human being, but to become what you are to become. For example, I'm still working on most of these things and I fall down all the time. I make mistakes daily and I'm always learning. I'm always trying to work with these concepts that I'm going to bring up today, but I'm still working on them. As I said, sometimes I do spiteful things. Sometimes I have a problem loving certain people. It's okay though, because we're all on this journey together and we have each other. We will make mistakes, but we know we can also switch gears and learn and move on from those mistakes. So I just want to say that as we're talking about these actions that you're not going to be perfect with them at first, and that's okay. Don't get frustrated. You probably not find a place of perfection with any of them because you are living in a human experience. And there's much more at play here than just isolating out these 20 actions to take and then doing them if you could do them in a bubble it'd be a lot easier but you have to go out in the world and react with them and that creates sometimes taking the wrong move or doing something you don't want to do or going against what you think you should do and that's just being human so give yourself that grace as we go through these top 20 actions to increase your vibration so here they are one choose love it's really simple show love freely don't hoard it we often are raised to hide our feelings of affection because we gain power when we use love as a prize to hold over the heads of others i will love you if you do this we kind of have that mentality and society sort of breeds that right you don't give it freely people are going to take advantage of you And you can use it. It's a powerful tool to get things that you want or to control people. And oftentimes we get lost in that quality of love. You can choose to love someone, but to not love certain things about what they did or what they believe in or things like that. You don't have to love every aspect of them, but you can love them deeply in the core, but you don't have to love everything that they do. So what I'm saying here is you don't have to just mindlessly love everyone, even if they're kicking you in the face constantly and things like that, but you can find love for people inside your heart, but know that they're not good for you. So you don't interact with them on a daily basis or that you disagree on a lot of things, but you can still love them as a human being and you can still give love freely to everyone easily out in the world. Whether it's simply saying hi to people as you pass them on the street or giving someone a compliment, give the folks that you are in relationships with the same love that you would want them to give to you. This can get complicated if you're giving and someone is only taking, but if that happens, reevaluate the relationships in terms of is it serving you which we'll talk about a little bit later. And again, you can love someone, but not love how they treat you. And you can love them, but keep your distance. And you can show love to people you don't even know simply by smiling, a greeting, a compliment, helping them if you see somebody struggling with a door or something like that. It's really easy to give love on a daily basis, constantly wherever you are. You can also give love to pets, animals and such. So just keep that in mind, you don't have to go just crazy and overly love everyone, even if it's at the detriment to self there's, there's ways that you can love people but still have boundaries and still realize like, I love that person in their core. I see them for who they are. But I know that this relationship is not positive for me or serving me. So therefore, I can't be in a day to day relationship with them. But I can find some love for them in some way. Number two, See obstacles as opportunity. Use things that don't go right as opportunities, as tools for learning, ways of looking at things differently. When an obstacle presents itself, ask yourself, why is this happening? What is it here to teach me? Stop thinking of something that happened as something that happened to you, but rather it happened for you. And how can you use it to learn things and move forward? Even really traumatic things can have beautiful gifts. For me, I feel my abusive relationships really illustrated how important it is to support people. And it gave me a more understanding for others and more compassion. I really feel like had I not had these really hard, horrible, destructive relationships with people, that... I wouldn't really understand how important it is to support others. I feel that without those experiences, I may have not learned those things in the same way that I know them now. Not that you need trauma to be a loving person, but rather, I look back on hard times and I can see the value in some lessons that were there. Three, be generous. Give freely to others. I'm not saying give away all your things, of course, though, if you feel like that's what you need to do. Maybe that's what you need to do, but I'm talking about even in small ways. Give a smile, give a greeting. Small acts of giving can really change a person's day. If you want generosity from the universe, you have to give it to others. Four, be thankful. Gratitude is a game changer. If you can shift your vibration from deprivation to abundance by simply acknowledging and being thankful for what you have and the things around you that you are thankful for, It will be incredible and just a mind shift and a perspective shift that you weren't really expecting. Five, be peaceful and harmonious. Simply stop and take a breath. Sometimes you will be upset, maybe even kick something in frustration. It's okay. Just try to cultivate peace where you can and harmony where you can. Peace is really important, especially if you are a parent or you live in a household with a lot of people or maybe your work world is uh, really challenging or... Maybe toxic. It can be really hard to find peaceful spaces to escape to. If this is you, create a space of peace. Maybe it's in your bedroom between nine and 10 p.m. or outside on a bench for 15 minutes. Let everyone know who will disturb you that this for this 15 minutes, I am out here being peaceful. Create a culture of peace around your house. For example, you could do something like from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every day, we practice peaceful ways of being. No yelling, no running, no fighting or maybe you light a candle and that's kind of a peace ritual where you just acknowledge it and find a moment of peace. It's really up to you to start the cultivation and it will become more prevalent in your life as you start cultivating peace. This can be a little hard if you've grown up in a space where you've learned to get really reactionary about everything that happens. And you might not realize it or think that much of it, but it's not peaceful for everyone else around you if you're constantly reacting to everything. So it's important to just cultivate this peace and harmony with things and to maybe react in a different way where you can take a moment to center and be peaceful and find the harmony in what's happening. Six, choose a purpose-driven life. Use your passions and your purpose to drive your life it can be in small ways. If your passion is photography, make the time to take pictures and showcase them in some way. If your passion is to help kids learn to read, find ways to engage with groups that do that. If your passion is the environment, become involved with groups that resonate with your passions and do small things to help the earth every day. But really align with your passion and purpose. Number seven, don't be centered on self all the time. Make space to be everyone-centered sometimes. Your ego does not need to steer all the time. Let your heart steer once in a while. In other words, don't be self-centered. Be everyone-centered when you can. Being expansive and interconnected with others really helps you shape your vibration to a higher level. This can be easily done by learning a skill of deep listening and refraining from bringing the conversation back to yourself, it's nice to give advice, but realize when it's important just to listen, sympathize and be supportive. Advice or a story about yourself is not always needed or wanted. So learn to read those conversations and practice deep listening and remembering that will up your vibration so much eight reflect on things be able to look inward and self-reflect when you need to not only self-reflect but create change when you realize you may not have done the right thing self-reflection is a powerful tool and can lead you to so many wonderful things if you let it in it can be painful at first it's hard to see yourself in an honest light sometimes it's just so hard to acknowledge to yourself that maybe you made a mistake or you didn't quite do what you wanted to do or something didn't turn out how you wanted it to turn out or you handled something in a way that you feel is not the best but once you start reflecting, it becomes simply a tool to help you learn and grow. And it's not so much a painful practice anymore. It'll just be something you recognize and you work on. Nine, be in touch with your emotions and feel them. Don't stuff them down or refuse to acknowledge them. But don't let emotions like fear hold you back. Learn to recognize feelings that hold you back and work to let them go. For example, you can have a fear of showing emotions because crying and such were not acceptable when you were growing up, you can recognize that this isn't about showing emotions. The problem that you're having is the fear you have of showing them. Let go of the fear and express yourself as you truly are. So many people miss out on deeply gratifying relationships simply because they cannot show emotions appropriately to the situation or the relationship. Oftentimes, people hold their emotions back from strange things they learned in childhood or things they learned in childhood but didn't fully understand like not showing your emotions but they didn't really realize that that might have been in certain contexts but not all the time but they blanketed it you know so you're thinking oh all emotions are bad so You don't express them and then you miss out on deeply gratifying relationships because in order for a relationship to be deep, there has to be an emotional exchange going on there and recognize when you are having emotions that are harming you, like fear of showing your emotions or uh, guilt or shame or things like that. Recognize those but don't be afraid to show those wonderful emotions, those beautiful emotions, those positive emotions that make everyone feel so great, including yourself. Ten, I talk about this a lot. Dream big. Know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are limitless. Have dreams and goals. Imagine achieving them in your mind. Make roadmaps to achieving them. Identify the things you need to do to make them happen. Take time to daydream. I did a meditation on this a couple weeks ago, and I'll link it in the description if you want to get into the zone of daydreaming and what that's like. 11, get out of your comfort zone. I also talk about this a lot. That's where you really realize how limitless you are and how your potential is so unlimited. Comfort zones hold us back. It will be scary to go beyond your comfort zone at first, but it'll become thrilling to step beyond it. And as I've said in the past, beyond the comfort zone lies your true potential. What I'm saying is, if you can get out of your comfort zone, you will be limitless. There's so much you can do when you're not held down by the comfort zone. 12. Tap into your intuition, your inner knowing. Let it guide you when you need it to. Learn to listen to it and follow your own wisdom. You are wise as all get out. You are. You are so wise. You already have all the answers All the cosmic knowledge you were born with is still there. You just need to tap into it. 13. Concentrate on contributing value, not satisfying your ego. This means concentrate on actions that are in line with your purpose and bring value to your life and the lives of others. Don't be so concerned with satisfying your own ego. We all know the stories of people who have everything, money, power, cars, homes, etc., but they feel like they have nothing and they're very unhappy. This is an example of satisfying your ego over concentrating on creating value. 14, concentrate on your abundance. Don't concentrate on what you lack. If you lack love in your life, give it to others as an act of abundance. Whatever you feel you lack, Give it to others as an act of abundance. Realize you have an abundance of love if you give it away freely. I was listening to this talk with Jack Cornfield last night, and he told a story about how he was working in prisons to bring mindfulness practice to inmates, and he was chatting with a particular inmate, and he asked them casually when they were going to be released. And the inmate replied, in my mind, I'm already free. That, my friends, is abundance. abundance in a place where you might feel, you could so easily feel like you have absolutely nothing. 15, do not fear the unknown. See it as possibility. Again, don't let the negative feelings run your life. And here, don't let it cloud the road to infinite potential. You all have a path to infinite potential and a space of limitless possibility. When you feel fearful, that is simply your body trying to keep you safe, but it doesn't literally know what's safe. Sometimes the unknown is where you belong. Oftentimes, we get caught up in being safe and what safe is. So we start to limit ourselves from doing anything that is unusual or outside of our norm, simply because we have defined all things we don't know as being scary because they are unknown. So really cultivate this sense of embracing the unknown, embracing possibility rather than being afraid of it. 16. Don't let doubt stop you. Doubt is here to make you stop and think about a choice or a situation. It isn't an absolute truth. It's just a thought you have. See it as just that. Is the doubt justified? Should you be worried? How likely is it to be wrong? How will I feel if I listen to the doubts? What regrets will I have if I listen to the doubts? Can I live with the regrets if I follow this doubt Really ask yourself those questions when you feel the doubt. Where's that doubt coming from? Is it an old belief you have that no longer serves you? Is it something your parents once said to you? Is it something you might have stepped out on a limb and done once and then someone made fun of you and so now you've closed that door forever? What is it that's creating that doubt and is it serving you? 17, don't create pendulums where you don't want them. What I mean by this, in essence, is don't dwell on what is going wrong or what is not pleasant. You will end up manifesting an unhappy life. So bad things happen. Mistakes are made. Conversations go awry. That's all part of life. Learn from them and move on. Don't dwell on the bad things too much or it will start to shape your perspective in a way that it will become your way of being. Happiness and ability to be functional in the world will diminish a little as you replace it with all these negative things and negative thoughts and negative perspectives on the world. We've uh, really seen that a lot recently with elections and things like that, and that people can really get into a space of doom and gloom if they feed those pendulums of doom and gloom. Eighteen. Realize that life is about learning. Be a lifelong learner. I can't stress this enough. Once you stop learning, you become irrelevant and out of touch. Learning is fun. I'm not saying you have to go back to school and do something really traditional. Just don't stop learning about yourself. Don't stop learning about other people. Don't stop learning about things you're interested in. Don't stop learning how to be a better person. Don't stop learning how to make your life more fulfilling. Keep learning, keep growing. If somebody you love is interested in something and you want to connect with them with that, learn about it. There's nothing can go wrong with learning. 19, let go. This has been my mantra for two years now. Every time I go to yoga, let go of what doesn't serve you. Let go of limiting thoughts. Let go of how things should be. Let go of expecting certain people to do certain things. Let go of people who hold you back. Let go of limiting beliefs. Let go of all that is not for you. Let go of wanting things and replace them with wanting purpose. 20 don't judge yourself for others judgment doesn't serve you of course you will judge we all do it's part of being human you can't really stop it it's how we were taught to understand things was by judgment judgment comes from childhood but a lot of that way of using judgment isn't serving us anymore judgment stop us from getting to know people and enjoying things if we think someone is dorky we may never get to know them at a deeper level or if we think being excited is silly we'll miss out on the fun and joy of being excited judgment holds you back When you see yourself judging, stop and ask yourself, am I judging? Do I need to judge this? How does judging this serve me? Am I just serving my ego? Self-judgments are not serving you either. Defining yourself as things you find negative won't fix anything and can hurt you overall and your ability to love yourself. If you have a negative judgment about yourself, ask yourself how you can change it. Let it go. It might be actually changing that thing about you that you don't like, Or it might be shifting your perspective about the thing you don't like. Is it really negative or have you defined it as such due to societal beliefs or things you learned or overheard as a child and you've never reevaluated as an adult? Is it serving you? So what I mean by this is if you have a self-judgment, are you allowing it to create a self-hatred belief that you might have? Or... Are you evaluating it and looking at it and see if it's really, is this really how I feel about it? There's a lot of things you judge yourself on that you don't really like, that when you really look at them, you find out that's really somebody else's idea of what you should be and not your own idea of what you should be. And you are you can let go of that judgment because it was never yours. It was just somebody else trying to get you to do something or be some, a certain way. How can you work on these concepts? How can you apply them? I've talked about this in in other podcasts, but it's really simple. You can ask yourself these questions. What fills you with accomplishment? What brings you joy? What is your journey? Accept that you'll have bumps and unwanted detours in the journey. What is your purpose? What are your gifts? What would utopia look like if you were able to create that? How do you find the answers to these questions? I've created a guided meditation to help you and I'll link it as well. Other things you can do are, write these questions down and answer them in a free flow writing or talking session with yourself. Then look them over, study them. You can record yourself talking about them. Reflect on your daily life. Are you living in your purpose? Do something daily that reflects your values. Maybe it's saying hello to strangers on the street, or saying thank you to a person that's checking you out at the store, or maybe it's simply admiring beauty in nature. What are you doing every day to live into the 20 actions and fulfill your purpose? When something happens, ask yourself, am I responding to this within the parameters of my purpose or the 20 action points or am I coming from ego or negative emotions? Make post-its and put them up on your desk to guide you and reflect on them. Talk about it with others who are on the same vibration. You will be surprised at how many people want to change their lives too. Find people to discuss this with. Create affirmations. I will discuss this, how to create your own affirmations in a future podcast. But the affirmations can be as simple as, I respond from a space of love. I let go of things that don't serve me. I learn from my mistakes. I self-reflect on things I want to change. It can be very just simple and basic like that. You can start with that as you're working with affirmations. Now with affirmations, you can't just say the affirmation and not really live into it and want to be that affirmation. You have to do the work to really live into it. You can't just Say it because you're going through the motions. You can find flow if you use your purpose to guide you. It will come naturally. It will just start happening. When you find yourself in flow, recognize it and ask yourself, how did I get here? Use the answers to guide you back to flow. It won't happen overnight because you have to train yourself to embody these new ways of being. Let go of the ego-driven thoughts, jealousy, shame, fear, comparison, judgment, and pursuit of things or materialism. You can still feel these things. You are human and a human experience, but recognize them when they show up. If you feel that you're being jealous or you're judgmental or you're in the pursuit of material things, you can just stop and take a pause. Align with your purpose. That creates achievement and allows you to orchestrate your thoughts and actions towards a goal. It gives you a guiding principle for which you can better understand where you want to go. Now, I want to say one thing about the top, my top 20 actions in that you will find as you start doing them pick just a few to work with because you'll find that they're all interrelated if you're going to use show love you will find that that bleeds into so many of the other action points if you're working on showing emotions the same thing will happen a lot of these are intertwined and interconnected so you don't have to actively be trying to do all 20 of them you can just pick your top three or five. And work with those and kind of reference back to the top 20 now and again and you'll you'll say to yourself wow i was actually doing 14 and 15 and 16 and i wasn't even trying to but they intertwine with all the other top 20 actions all of this as i said at the start of the podcast remember you're only human humans are imperfect and mistakes will happen you aren't alone you all have made mistakes and we will all continue to do so With that said, get out there and increase your vibration. It will really make a difference in your happiness and success in life, I promise you. And it it will become so easy if you just start with three of the top 20 actions and really try to live in and do those. And again, as I said, if you're trying to figure out what your purpose is in life, I have created a companion meditation that goes along with this podcast and I'll link it at the end and in the description so that you can access it and do that meditation as well. So take good care my friends and know that I love you and I support you and I'll see you in the next one. And if you like what you heard, please like and subscribe. Thank you.